Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Sad news, we lost rocker Rick Okasik at age 70. Kasich, the guy behind the uh, the classic late 70s, 80s band, The Cars, uh, passed away on the weekend. Seven, age 70 is what uh, the stories say, but the police say he was 75. He was hmm. he didn't really break with The Cars until his mid-30s. He was kind of older oh. when that first album became a, a hit. So uh, there's a little discrepancy as to how old he was when he passed away. So he he wanted to appear younger. So he's like, yeah, I'm 35, and he was 40, basically. Yeah, he'd do the classic. How old do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> well respected in the world of rock and roll and entertainment, they have some great tunes. That band, the greatest hits album. You put that thing on. And start to finish, both sides yeah. of the vinyl, Jim. Fantastic. I have it at home. It's yeah. amazing. It's just like a fun, fun listen. Yeah. Like on a Saturday afternoon in the summertime, totally. you put that on and have a couple beers. I was going to say, do some housework with a do couple some, beers, do some vacuuming. <laughs> <laughs> they need a little beer holder on the vacuum handle, don't they? What is taking? Why not? Yeah. Or just like one on a Roomba and it just brings you from the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's Smile Cookie Week at Tim Hortons locations. We are raising money for Children's Health Foundation. When I say we, I mean anyone who buys a smile cookie costs a dollar. The money goes to support uh, the Children's Hospital here in London. And somebody who's very happy about that is Tegan. She's twelve years old. Good morning, Tegan. Morning. How you doing? Good. So tell us why you visit Children's Hospital. Um, I have a liver disease, okay. and I have to go there every other Monday to get an infusion. How old were you when, when you guys realized something was going on? Seven. Seven? And you go in there a couple times a week? Yeah. Uh, what is the children's hospital like for it's you? It's really fun. It's fun. I <laughs> see you wouldn't expect someone to say the hospital <laughs> is fun. What makes it fun? Um, the people. Yeah, great people. You can tell they care about you, right? Yeah. They uh, they want to do what's best. Yeah. One of your favorite things to do when you're in the hospital was the art therapy, right? Yeah. What kind of things would you do in that program? Um, I do painting and play with model magic and stuff. What's model magic? It's like clay, but like, I don't know, it's like really soft clay. Yeah, yeah, cool. And art therapy is one of the programs that helps. Think about it. These kids are going through stuff that you would have trouble going through as an adult. So to be able to have a distraction or to share your emotions through artwork and play is very important and these are the programs that are funded completely by donors if it wasn't for tim hortons and the smile cookie program they may not exist uh jill is your art therapy instructor yeah she's a pretty talented artist yeah yeah what have you learned from her um well usually when i like do art she talks to me so usually she kind of tells me like 
you don't need to like when you need to talk you should instead of just holding it in yeah and and it's you you have her to talk to yeah. sometimes you don't you want to say things to your mom or dad or your sister because <laughs> you know they're just gonna go and tell everyone about <laughs> it right so jill's kind of like that steel trap you can talk to while you're doing art right yeah. is she your favorite person at the children's hospital i i, I mean i, I don't have a lot of favorite okay people. that's a very that's diplomatic good. answer good, good for you and how are you feeling tegan everything's good you yep. look like a uh, you're living a great life here <laughs> thank you are you able to eat some of these smile cookies yep Okay. You know I'm going to. Yeah. Now, I understand your mom, uh, she has a little uh, tip. If somebody is buying smile cookies and you're bringing them home, <laughs> there's a, a little recipe that your mom has developed. What yep. is it? She said put two cookies together, put ice cream in the middle, and then sprinkles on the side. So you make oh. a little... My God. Jim's life has been forever changed. Is that legal? You make a little smile cookie sandwich. Oh, a smile cookie ice cream sandwich? Now, awesome. do, you, do you freeze the, mom, do you freeze the cookies or do you just I do would, them? Yeah, for sure. So freeze the cookies and then put the ice cream? Yeah. Okay. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> like you just take take it out, put it on a plate and slice it. Oh, my God, guys. I'm bringing ice cream to work tomorrow. <laughs> That's great. Well, stock up. We, we said you can keep, you can buy a, a ton of smile cookies, keep them in your freezer for the year because they are like the best tasting cookies and they do freeze very well. And now that you got the ice cream sandwich recipe, how can you not? Uh, Tegan, thank you for sharing your story you. with us. Thank you for supporting uh, Children's Health Foundation and Children's Hospital. And Graham from the London Fire Department just bought you a whole bunch of uh, smile cookies. Wow, there you Graham. go. Thanks, man. Thank you to our friends from the London Fire Department <laughs> for stopping you. by and supporting the cause here. And you can do it, too. Go through the drive-thru. Get your smile cookies all week long. It's FM 96. Wanna see you yes, we got some good news on Friday. Mitch Marner has re-signed with the Toronto Maple Leafs, everybody. <laughs> Dev, where were you when you heard the news? I was actually uh, at uh, Shoeless Joe's right across from Budweiser Gardens. Uh, we were uh, a bunch of people from work going to night's game on Friday, so I was uh, there when I saw the news and then got the details when I was at the night's game itself. Yeah, the crowd was buzzing at the night's game. I was there as well, and everyone, did you hear Marner sign? Marner sign. Our boy Marner, he's, yeah. done, he's doing it. He's doing it. Cha-ching. <laughs> I saw Max Domi tweet out something along the lines of, my boy made bank. Adam boy Marner. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the deal? Tell us about it, Devin. Well, you know, it's six years with an average of uh, $10.893 million. Uh, Doug Gilmore actually gave uh, Marner some uh, some props for working 93 into the uh, annual average. Uh, I think it's a good deal. I mean, there's some fans who think it's a little rich, other fans who uh, think it's a pretty good deal because he could have asked for more. It kind of fits into that sweet spot for what he wanted and what the Leafs wanted. I mean, we were talking about it before. The big issue was term. If you want that larger number, the Leafs are going to want the term. And it seems like in the end, I don't know if it's fair to say Marner blinked, but he definitely came more to the Leafs side of things and got this done because there was a lot of talk about just this, like uh, the impact him signing after the season beginning for the Leafs would have on all of this. His situation was not 
similar to Nylander's at all. In the Nylander's situation, the Leafs had a ton of cap space. Now they don't. So the later he signs, or he were to sign if he hadn't signed already, the larger impact would have on the cap space for the Leafs. It would just be a huge problem. So getting it done before the season is huge. Aside from just getting him on the ice, just getting a deal done would be so much harder after the puck drop on October 2nd. Do you guys feel that last week when the news broke that the Leafs had offered Marner a contract worth $11 million a year and he turned it down, uh, that the court of public opinion kind of started to turn on Mitch a little bit? Mm-hmm, for sure. And and I think that may be one of the reasons he decided, okay, I better take this one. I he definitely, responded. He said he was disappointed in the fan response. He well, made a public statement. I saw one story where he was <laughs> he talked about how he was walking his dog and a uh, small child, like a kid, just started yelling at him to sign. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when some small kid is yelling at you to sign, you can see, you can tell like the the tide is maybe turned against you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you to that kid. It worked, kid. Good thank job. you to Kyle Dubas's kid. <laughs> <laughs> We are broadcasting live from Tim Hortons at the corner of uh, Baseline in Wellington, right near the Children's Hospital, because uh, the Children's Health Foundation is the charity of choice for the Tim Hortons here in the uh, London area, the FM 96 listening area, uh, for Smile Cookie Week. And it's on right now, right through Sunday. Get your Smile Cookies. You spend a buck plus tax, that dollar goes directly to the Children's Health Foundation, and they've raised lots of money for some great uh, programs and equipment at the Children's Hospital through the Smile Cookie program over the years. Uh, One of the things that is supported, very important this year, they're focusing on uh, neonatal, the neonatal unit and equipment for the, the babies that are born early, that are having issues when they're really young. And our next guest knows all about that. We've got Zoe on the radio with us. Hi, Zoe. Hi. There she is. How you doing this morning? Good. Good? How old are you now, Zoe? Eight. Holy moly. <laughs> Time flies. We've known each other for, for a while now, haven't we? Most of yeah. your life, I think, we've been hanging out. <laughs> You're eight years old, but you were born really early, right? Three months yeah. early? Do you remember how much you, you weighed when you were born? You're holding up one finger? Are you telling me you were one pound? I one pound. Holy. You were one pound when you were born. Jim, I know you don't have any kids of your own, Mm -hmm. but my daughter seems so tiny to me, and she was born three weeks ago, eight pounds, four ounces. Yeah, my cousin just had a a kid, ten pounds. Ten pounds. Yeah. And still seems tiny. Still looks tiny. Right? Yeah. So just imagine one pound. Wow. Uh, Zoe, your mom Paula is here. Now, Paula, what was that experience like? It must have been pretty scary. Three months early, one pound. I won't. I won't cry today. Maybe I will cry. I was very scary. We, we, we were so early. We thought it was a mistake. You know, yeah. we they had to tell us the news that we needed an emergency C-section, uh, and it was shocking. And we just thought, no, it's it's too early. You know how is this? How is this gonna uh, work? Yeah, how there's is she no, there's survive? no way, there's no way this is gonna have a happy ending. I know we were, yeah, we. I think we were in a state of shock. To be honest, it really hadn't sunk in. And then when we saw her, and as you said, regular babies look so small, 
and uh, she just looks so tiny. Like you uh, fit in the palm of your hand, tiny. Yes. Okay, I am crying. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Zoe's wiping, wiping. So yeah, her, eyes. her whole uh, her whole hands, including her fingers, was smaller than my thumb. Wow. Yeah. What? What? Yes. You never I told me that. I can't believe that. Because <laughs> you're so big now. Look how tall you are. Yeah, you're so tall. You play lots of sports now, don't you? What kind of sports do you play? Well, I do dance and soccer and skating. Wow. You do a little bit of everything, don't you, Zoe? What else? That's enough. <laughs> a lot of biking. And I'm going to do an art class. Sweet. You're doing an art class, too. Now, Paula, so the, doc class. the doctors told you there was a 50-50 chance, and I can't imagine any parent hearing that. There's a 50-50 chance that your, your daughter is going to make it. But she did, and she's big and strong. And uh, I know reminiscing and talking about this and you thinking about this bringing back those emotions, but you just said to me off the air, you said, you know, we don't even really think about it. We don't remember it because Zoe's so strong. She's so healthy now. That seems like another lifetime ago, right? Yeah, we're so we're so lucky. I mean, you're you, it's it's uh, it was difficult to to live through. But the nurses and doctors and RT and staff at the hospital, they really help you get through it. You just focus day to day and and really all the all the details fade away i mean we're so lucky that you can see that she's she's not giant but she's she's healthy and she's growing taller and she's has a great attitude right sweetheart yeah <laughs> my attitude's the best <laughs> that is her that is one of her positive positive traits well you're right? not you're not the biggest girl i've ever met but i think you may have the biggest smile zoe <laughs> that is a big <laughs> smile and you know what makes it smiles even bigger smile cookies do you <laughs> love them you you want a smile cookie is it time i think later. you've earned it later <laughs> we're sponsored she's taking cooking classes taz she knows nutrition she knows when she should have a cookie you're the only kid who's turned down the smile cookie well, this morning i think by later she means in a minute <laughs> <laughs> we're off the radio you can't can't talk on the radio with your mouth full right no you can't <laughs> support there you go there you go what do you say Thank you. Somebody, get, somebody just oh, bought those for so you nice. at the counter, Zoe. They thought you were doing such a great job. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your story, Zoe, and telling us about the Children's Hospital, You're okay? welcome. All right. We can't wait to see you next time. And this is why you got to buy those smile cookies this week. That was nice. They are uh, supporting uh, many programs and equipment at the Children's Hospital, specifically the neonatal unit. the truth who do you trust yes playing who do you trust and chris is our contestant hi chris hey how's it going good uh we each have a fact this morning about the movie it okay. it chapter two made another 47 million dollars at the box office on the weekend Ooh. it was the biggest movie once again jim you saw it last week yeah, right it was an absolute spectacle it was very long it was like two hours and 50 minutes it was it was funny. It was disturbing. Uh huh. 
There's a lot going on. Positive, though. You liked it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Okay. Uh, so it's myself, it's Jim Kelly, and Juan the Colombian. Good morning, Juan. Hey, hey. Each of us has a fact about the movie It. One of us telling the truth. Chris, you guess who it is. And we're going to hook you up with Comic-Con passes. You could be going to see the original Pennywise, Tim Curry, here in London, Ontario. Cool. Uh, why don't we start with Jim, since he just saw the movie. What's your mm-hmm. fact about Stephen King's It? Uh, in the, the newest It, one of the creepy things that Pennywise the Clown does is if he's staring at you, one eye will look straight and the other eye will like drift off into the corner of his eye. So they're both looking in opposite directions. So it's very unsettling. And originally they were going to do that in CGI. And when the director told the actor, Bill Skarsgård, who plays Pennywise, he's like, yeah, we want the one eye to go like this. Billy's like, I got you, fam. I, I got this bar trick where I can do that with my one eye. I guess he grew up with a lazy eye, and he was able to like manipulate it. So he can, without the aid of CGI, have one eye look forward and the other eye go off to the corner of his uh, of his eye socket. That's crazy. Is it that is a bar, bar trick? That's, like, a, that's, yeah, you get, that's a bar trick. Hey, <laughs> yeah. hey baby, check <laughs> hey, this out. Hey, look at this. No, you go, I bet you I can do this for a beer. And they're like, no way. And you're like, give me that beer. Bill Skarsgård's got one eye looking at you and one eye looking out for you. <laughs> Juan, what is your fact about Stephen King's It? Well, in Colombia, the movie It is called El Payaso de la Nariz Roja con la Novia que Tiene la Casa Larga. What? <laughs> it's, it's two letters yeah, here. No. It's It. It, but, and it translates into, the translation of the word it is what? El payaso con la nariz roja y la novia con la casa larga. You guys need better pronouns. <laughs> I don't know why they do that all the time. <laughs> what does that mean? Does that just mean it? It's, well, it, no, it doesn't mean it, because that would be really long. But it means like the clown with the red nose and the big house. I don't know why they call the big house if they... Well, there's a house in the movie. Well, yeah, but yeah, it's crazy. The clown with the red nose in the big house. All right. Uh, Here is the truth. There is currently a class action lawsuit between the, uh, the studio and the International Society of Clowns and Mimes. They are suing the producers of this movie because they feel that Stephen King's It has been detrimental to their livelihood over the last seven years. They think people are now more afraid of clowns than they ever have been, and it's affecting their ability to make money. So they have sued for $600 million. What? Doo-doo, the clown's going to be rolling in. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) The clowns clowns are suing the, the movie because they feel that uh, nobody likes having clowns at the birthday parties now because they're afraid they're going to drag them down into the sewers. They're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you trust? Is it Jim Kelly with the wonky eye? Is it Juan in Colombia? The movie It has a super long title. Or is it myself, Taz? There's a big lawsuit going on right now between the clowns and the movie studio. You know what? I think I'm going to go with Juan. Mm. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> you know what? Now that, yeah. You got a backup guess? Who are you going with second? I'm going to go with the uh, lawsuit second. Oh, no. I, I will tell you the truth this morning. Bill Skarsgård has one of those rubber faces. Not only can he do that thing with his bottom lip that yeah, he does the weird the, the little smile, that's all natural. Same with the eyeball. It's something that he could do since he was a kid. He always wanted to do it in a movie. I'm going to try to do that next time. Try it's, it. 
Try to do the wonky eye I, thing? Yeah, I don't think I can. It's not working, Juan. <laughs> you can't be in the movies. Aww. Chris, unfortunately, you are not a winner, but fortunately, we don't have any more time, so we're going to give you the prize anyway. So oh, that's the Taz going. Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.